My name is Brandon Boy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Gunwash news time. It is 9 p.m. here, and it is 72 and partly cloudy uh, in over Bushwick in Brooklyn. My kind of weather. That's your type of weather. Our type of weather. The family of Gunwash loves this type of weather. Well, if you are a native of Bushwick or live around this area, you already know this guy. But if you don't, he is here live in the studio. The one Mr. Phil Gilmore is here on Gunwash, and he's coming up next. Stay tuned. I'm Gunwash. I'm not the supreme expert on cleaning guns, but I do know a little bit, and I'm just going to share my little tips and ideas with you. Today's program was brought to you by Momo Sushi Shack. This is Phil Gilmore from Momo Sushi Shack in Brooklyn. Friends of transgender and vegans alike. At Momo Sushi Shack, we know sex sells. That's why we wash our hands a lot and we oftentimes feed the customers with our hands. What makes the tasting menus fun that are unlike other tasting menus is uh, we kind of tailor to the individual person. We tailor it around things like gluten-free, vegan, kosher, pregnant, and also from price range. Magic, fire... Beauty, love. Come on down to Momo Sushi Shack, 43 Bogart and Historical Bushwick. We got fried chicken, we got pork belly, we got organic field greens, we got micro mizuna, we got Russian red kale. I'm talking fried chicken, I'm talking skeezy fish, I'm talking firefly squid, I'm talking about beef. Momo Sushi Shack, located at 43 Bogart Street in Brooklyn. For more information, visit (laughs) momosushishack.com. That's probably a full full, full drop for Mr. Phil Gilmore, and that, of course, was a recording of you made earlier, right, about uh, an advertisement for Momo Sushi, the uh, restaurant down the block from here. Yeah, Jack uh, Jack recorded that for me. He recorded, yeah. Yeah, About a year ago. So you've been on Heritage Radio before? Uh, Yeah, I think I've been on, I think, like six different shows. Yeah, so so you're a popular guy in the neighborhood. For those of you who don't know, uh, Phil is always around in the neighborhood. We see him. I know Armando, you and I yeah, I saw him like uh, last time, probably like about a month ago. You know, it's interesting. I see you every time I come to Roberta's, but oftentimes you're always talking to people and always sharing the gossip and the news of the neighborhood. So oftentimes I just don't even, I just let you be and I and I go along my way because you have so many fans and people that want to talk to you. But you're on the same corner, though, which I, what, what I do like, which yeah. is crazy. Like you're that on the same, same square. Yeah, that you're same in, square. Yeah, we're in the same little community. Right I'm, I'm basically selling snake oil on the street is what you see me doing. Well, yeah. is, 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 that, is that what it is, snake oil? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you mentioned um, that uh, in, in the pre-recorded commercial from Jack, you mentioned, you know, you always wash your hands before you go back to work because sometimes at Momo we feed our customers with our hands. And actually our producer Odetta mentioned that one time you actually made her eat uh, what was it? Octopus or something of this nature? Yeah, uh, something. Yeah, yeah. So is it true that Lots at Momo things. you will often feed customers with your hands? No, 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 no. That okay. was just for the commercial. Okay. I've never, I've never done it. Well, no, I mean... That's against the rules. It's, it's against the health code. It is I've never seen that happen. Yes, obviously. Against obviously, OSHA. Obviously. Yeah. But, uh, Phil, you do have an obsession with fish and food, yes? Uh, I definitely have an obsession with food. It's not just fish. It's yeah. not just fish. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, it's certainly a big episode tonight. Um, Phil has brought his girlfriend. What's your name? I'm sorry. 
Jordan. Jordan, great to meet you. And of course, your friend Tom is here. He is, he's a nice guy. He'll be in here eventually. Or now, whenever he wants. Yeah. Yeah, he can come in. And who knows? I heard there's some other guests too coming, but we don't know. Surprise. Now we play it by ear. We have surprises. That's right. Uh, lots of surprises all the time. So make sure you stay tuned. You know, you can find us on gunwash.com. And of course, the call in number here is 718-497-2128. We'll be with you until 1030. Slippington, if you'd like to pull up music, we'll be back with Phil Gilmore and friends in just uh, a couple minutes. Well, when it comes to my woman, I'm a joke. And a boy, to my woman, I met no young approach. Jail, I'm gonna crush him like a cockroach, you understand? Dragabens again, a bad man sitting. Well, no boy can't play a dolly out with me, girl, me with step in I'm face, in I'm face. No fear if I stop. General, me with step in your face, in your face. Oh boy, try this, me with play And we hear Herbert Slippington playing Spraga Benz, of course, and uh, it is... Oh, do we have a call? iPhone special. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Are you making that fi- Are you making that because you want me to talk about the iPhone? Are no, you saying I, was that because- I was making fun of Slippington. What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, did anyone get the new iPhone? I don't know if this is a uh, thing, but uh, someone emailed me earlier saying that they got the new iPhone. Jack, did you get the new iPhone? I'll have it tomorrow. You'll have it tomorrow. You right? can call us with your iPhone. Can it's you get an extra for me, though? Yeah. 718-497-2128 to call the station. I Mondo, have- I will not get a second line for I you. have a iPhone 4.0, the first one that came out. I still have it, and I enjoy it very much. And I don't plan on getting rid of it. And Armando wasn't going to get rid of his, but he broke his. Yeah, my the LCD screen broke on Sunday. Yeah, so we have to upgrade you. Well, anyway, listeners, thank you for tuning in. We are here on the HeritageRadioNetwork.org. And, of course, we broadcast every Thursday at 9 p.m. And, of course, tonight we are very honored to have the one Phil Gilmore in the house. Say hello, Phil. Hello, yeah. Phil. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! Fuck yeah! Like these people out here are a little uncomfortable with me applauding, but let's applaud more! Yeah! 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 Ye
You know, I was going to say we have a lot to talk about on Gunwash tonight, but really, I wanted to talk a little bit. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's the end of the show. Yeah, we done? Yeah, Yeah, we've all done very well. Yes, 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 yes. Well, Phil, you know, we see you every week, but I feel as though, you know, I've only ate at the restaurant one time, and I feel like I don't really have like a full, and although you were a very, very great chef and host, and you told me all about the food, which is something I don't come across very often in my experience in restaurants, uh, I don't know if I know the real Phil. Even though I see you every week. So, Phil, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Why'd you come here? Um, what do you do? I was born in Wichita, Kansas in 1972. Wow. Yes. Um, and then I grew up in South Florida. Really? Interesting. Now, South Florida, like like Broward County, South Florida? Uh, a little bit north of there. Palm Beach Gardens. Excellent. Jupiter okay. area. Was I went down a there a lot for my grandmother. I Did saw you just some... guess that? Well, no, because you, you know, like, my grandma lived in South Florida, and they were like, she had an alligator in her house one time, so, like, I think about that all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, the first day uh, in school, even in elementary school, junior high school, high school, the first day when you go to PE, physical education, the first day of school, they they have they, they take five minutes out in the beginning of the class, and they tell you, uh, my, my voice is echoing. That's, that's, that's fine. That's okay, a good, good thing. That's oh, a good thing. Echo. That means it's working. Good. Um, so anyways, they, uh, they, they teach you how to get away from an alligator. How do you get away al- from it? How do you get away from well, an alligator? Well, alligators can run like 60 miles an hour. Are you, fr- wait, really? Yeah. An alligator, like the ones in Florida, they can, you they know, can you run You know, 60. People, people, people don't believe me, so think about the same thing as a lizard. Think about how lizards run. Sure, alligators sure. do that, but they're like 10 feet long. So they can like, but they can only do a straight line. So they can chase down like a horse or a deer. Yeah. In a short burst. So what you do, you zigzag, and then they have to stop and turn oh. to the right. So the first day, because the junior high school I grew up with, there was literally like 10 alligators in, in rivers and ponds around the oh, junior wow. high school. So like, wait, you go out. So, you, so frequently, because I didn't live in, I went there a lot, but I didn't live there. So you, you would frequently see alligators. I have, I, ha, I would, I would guesstimate that I have thrown firecrackers in an alligator's face probably about 100 times. There was oh, one so that you had used to hang out in a, in, a, in a water grade. It was the big one, too. It was like the daddy of all of them. It was literally like 10 feet long and it always hung out in the uh, drain grate at the end of the street and we'd just sit there and drop firecrackers That's on his so face. That's so interesting because you know we never had I never like heard I mean once in a while we get a shark once in a blue moon on the beach but we never you know they don't tell us about alligators and I'm from New Jersey and no. he's from Bushwick they definitely don't talk about like alligators in Bushwick I don't think. No. no. Hey what's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? About three feet. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I don't you know. You know what's so crazy you can tell your teacher that your alligator ate your homework. And they'll be like, okay, that's pretty believable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you had that, yeah. Wow. All these kids, yeah. An alligator ate my dog, which ate my homework. On the outside, on the top, and crocodiles have crisscrossy teeth. Oh, oh that's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks, well, Professor. Thank you, Professor Spliffington. Thank you, Zoo Books. All right, Zoo Book. Uh, and uh, so what ended you up in uh, New York? Or was there something really, really big before New York that happened that got you here? Well, I actually spent the summer in uh, Bay Ridge and Chiefshead Bay in 1987. You can believe that. Wow, I was two years that's a whole, old. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I was, I think, about 15 or 16. And, uh, and so that kind of put me the hook in me to eventually move to New York. And I just ended up moving here. I actually moved to Bushwick about 15 years ago. You moved to Bushwick 15 years. And what did it look? It didn't look like this, I would I, I suspect um, it did you, not. You think that you've heard a machine gun before. Mm. And then you hear a machine gun and you say, holy shit, that's a fucking machine gun. So you hear him. So you, you could hear a machine gun. Your oh, window, yeah, 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 or, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there, there was something. It was like sixty minutes or, or some news show that had done an article of six blo- uh, six months before I moved in. I, Willoughby and Wilson 
Like wow. a block from Maria wow. Hernandez Park. Super hood. Yeah. No, but that they did an article and called it the worst square four blocks in America because there was like this list of 60 things and this square four blocks had an annual statistic for every single thing. Well, what's what like what are things? They, like a they gun, just, heroin. No, yeah, the worst things like, you know, meth addiction, meth arrest, meth death, uh, yeah. you know, wow. child pornography, uh, chicken fighting, dog fighting, so arson. The, 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 the four square blocks had an annual. It was only like one or two for each one, but it literally had the statistic for each. So you what did you do? You, you like run for your life? Chalk. You could probably still see the chalk on the ground. I yeah. would imagine, yeah. But so what did you do when you lived there? You like run for your life or just hide no, or just lay just, low I or just, just be? Just or? gave homeless people lots of money. And if I yeah. saw some, you know, if I saw an Escalade, I'd be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> that's, you there know. you go. And so you <laughs> that's, were young. That's my truck. That's my girlfriend. Let's be friends. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So And so you were a young guy living in Bushwick in dangerous, dangerous times. It's Killing it, I well, bet. Why, yeah. I would imagine because we think of New York as, I mean, obviously it's, you know, a rough city, I guess, for traditionally, but I mean, we don't really think of Brooklyn these days as like dangerous in that way. Like the four worst blocks in America, the four worst blocks in America. That's near Tandem. That's what I'm saying. But exactly, that's near that's near Tandem Bar. I mean, you, we think of the four worst blocks in America as I don't know Detroit. I, I don't, you know, I don't know Bedford like, and North Seventh. I, I get Times Square. So I would imagine this time you were a young guy living in Bushwick and trying to work. Were you working at all when you first moved to Bushwick? I, I did. I actually, uh, my, my very, very first job was uh, John's Pizza in uh, in Lincoln Center. Interesting. So I was schlubbing it up there every night and hmm. slinging pizza, you know, to rich dummies. Were you and making pies? No, no. I was just a waiter. You were yeah. a waiter, yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm not, a, I, even though I, I, I do cook and I do come up with dishes and stuff, I'm not like a bona fide chef. I'm more of a front of the house person. It's interesting. So you don't you don't really consider yourself... Like a he- I mean, you are you know you're you're the head chef of Momosushi, am I right or am I? Right? I don't know. I don't really I don't, know what that word means. I don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't either. I do menu development, and I have a say on what goes on the menu, and I source. I source almost all the ingredients I make. You know, I you know I, you know I do my my part, but. I don't want to, you know, I, I think it's disrespectful to call myself a chef because there's guys that, you know. In the culinary been, arts. You know, the culinary arts. It's like, you know, just it, like I could I could do a painting and I can sell it for $100,000. That doesn't mean I'm a fucking painter. Because well, there's people that have, like, you know, been painting for 15 hours a day for fucking 20 years. So, well, yes, you know. But yeah. so. Then there'll be a painter after. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so <laughs> I, 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 when, people, when people call me chef or people say, hey, hey, chef this or you're a chef, I don't correct them. Right. You know, but I don't also go around saying that I'm a chef. That's like saying like that's like when your like Christian friend comes up to you and they're like, "Hey, man, have a happy holiday and or ha- have a merry Christmas," and you're like, "Thank you." I'm actually Jewish, yeah. but <laughs> I, you have a merry Christmas. <laughs> well, in any case, at one point you got involved in food, working as a pizza guy or waiting as a pizza guy, mm. and then how did you eventually? Uh, start to increase your interest in food to the point where you didn't become a chef but became an administrative food gangster guy uh, well after after I worked in uh, John's Pizza that was only for a couple of months I actually worked at Diner you know oh, okay. yeah. like yeah. Diner which back then that was besides Peter Luger's that was the only decent restaurant in Williamsburg you know that was yeah. kind of the start of the you know the, begin, the beginning of the end it's funny because now Peter Luger's I was trying you can't even get I, you have to do like a whole month long thing to get a table there. I couldn't like I couldn't get a table. I tried to get either. lunch. I, lunch, right? Yeah, they have a, they have a thirteen dollar hamburger that will. Oh, oh, it's the best. You know what oh, I used for to lunch do? I can go there. Yeah, yo, yeah. Phil, oh, you know what okay. I used to do at Peter Luger's? What's that? I would just go to the front, grab a handful of matches, mm-hmm. and just like have a conversation piece because I have like someone asked me for a light and yeah. just give them a match <laughs> for Peter Luger's. Yeah, you there. That's night. my thing. You 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 go to Peter Luger's a lot? No. 
Oh, no. I used to go there as a child, but I haven't been there in over like 15 years. I don't even know how to get in there, but apparently you can get a burger there on lunch. I haven't eaten red meat in a while, but I guess I, I have to soon. I bet their french fries are pretty dope. I would imagine that that, that is true. So you were working at Diner, yeah. and what were you doing there? Serving or uh, I was bar- bartending. You were bartending. bartending diner, so you bartended yeah. for a number of years? A number or? of years, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I basically, my quick resume, I worked at Diner for a couple of years, and then I helped start a, a restaurant called Alioli, which was on Grand Street, which is uh, where the uh, Caracas, the Arepas Bar is now. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah. Actually, that actually, that bar, I helped build that bar. Oh, interesting. Like, like with 14, your bare hands? Yeah, it was four, 14 years ago. Oh, my and God. And then that was my friend Moniz, who's, uh, who now lives in Turkey. And then after that, I uh, worked at Sweet Ups in Royal Oak. Oh, so he's got um, a whole yeah, he's yeah. like yeah, a whole Whoa. food yeah. background here. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then I uh, managed Boogaloo for a couple of years there. Boogaloo, anyone? I don't know it. I'm yeah. not. I'm not educated yeah. enough to know. That, Boogaloo, Boogaloo, yeah, it's a legendary uh, bar. Is it the Caracas <laughs> one? And like, there's one in Lower East Side also. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's one on like Ninth. Like yeah. Exactly. Ninth so you were part of the birthing of some restaurants that became franchises, so to speak. I mean, uh, yeah. And you've seen a lot of things go turn yeah. into real restaurants. Well, what, what I was going to say is that I that I, I kind of got sick of bartending because it kind of eats, eats, eats you up sometimes. Yeah, but don't you feel like you're the boss when you're the bartender? Absolutely. Like, you absolutely. don't feel like you know, like the, even you're like as a waiter, your boss is the manager of the restaurant. Mm. But as a bartender, for some reason, you're the boss kind of. I yeah, think. but it eats you up though. You it know? really eats you, you up. You know, I, I, I'm getting to the point. It took me like three or four years after I stopped bartending to like fall asleep before like five o'clock. Yeah. So every you know? night was every like, night. Yeah. You know? We talked about this with Nate Turbo. It's impossible. It's an impossible lifestyle. Yeah. You can't have a real uh, waking life in other words it's yeah so, so i actually got so uh, so i got out of bartending and actually started working at bozu the japanese restaurant in okay, williamsburg yeah. and that's how that led me to get into japanese food basically and yeah, yeah. and so when you got to bozu i don't know i know, I, I don't know of it but I, then again i'm not super versed in sushi but yeah. you went there and all of a sudden a love affair became uh, evident with sushi or uh, uh, seafood or uh, what was it? Exactly? Well, I, I, like I've always been obsessed with food. I, my, you know, my uh, my mom my mom grew up in the Middle East, and you know, uh, I, I grew up with a lot of you know really like you know eating at like Ethiopian and Moroccan restaurants and. You know, all, all sorts of different types of cuisine. So, so you're always like, exposed got, to different types of exactly. Yeah. So, and I love food. So, and what was Francoise Fleurier's Pinot de Charente vinegars? And what was and what was it about? What was it about uh, seafood or sushi that got you more excited than other other types of food? Or does um, it? Or it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just happened to happen that you wanted to make Momo sushi. I, I, I you know, with the success of Roberta's in this neighborhood, I got a hold of the place next door here, and I had to. I, I wanted to open a restaurant. And I, at the time, I was working in Japanese. Interesting. So that was kind of a no-brainer of, you know, doing Japanese at the time. What's your favorite type of sushi? Um, I really love sea urchin. He loves sea urchin. Yeah. I always get freaked out when I see the sea urchin, like, because sometimes it's still moving, I think. Nope. When you open No? Absolutely not. No? Nope. Oh, Maybe. sometimes the outside of the shell, but that's like... That's like a $40 thing or $50 thing if you get live sea urchin like the, the, they're still moving and then they open it up for you but that's very rare to that's see that. Out of I, world, I feel dude. like a fucking like loser cuz the first time I ate sushi was last year. You that's haven't it. eaten sushi in 1 year? No, the first time was last year. The first time year. you ate sushi was last year? Yes, can you believe it? I you're like Evan, you're like you have never had you never ate an apple before. What's yeah. going on? Why you never I don't know. Sushi was, before? I don't know. I was like not just like uh, I didn't like cold food, so I was just like, uh. Yeah, but, but then I tried doesn't... it. I tried it right after to see to experience it, you know. And what did you eat for your first time? 
Just like one of the, one of the most basic dishes that they had because I was like so scared. <laughs> I always get the California roll because I'm scared. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm worried if like if I'm worried. I'll try that Whole Foods. Sushi. I don't know about sushi sometimes. Like I'm worried like if I eat the wrong thing or if I don't eat it right or yeah. if it's not correct or something of this nature. I mean, raw fish. What is, if it's too cold? Well, raw fish is a sensitive subject. Am I? I think right. I don't know. You don't know? No. In the food world, isn't no. it kind of like harder? Isn't it more? Isn't it more likely to have? I mean, isn't isn't raw fish harder to prepare than like? No, it's cook- easier to prepare because <laughs> you, you just have to like if you're co- cooking beef or pork, you still have to slice it. And then sure. you have to. But cook how it. do you know the fish is proper for it? Well, isn't there like yeah? Well, I can't like believe you and Armando are doing a food interview. Well, I'm right trying now. to figure it out. I mean, like, you know, I got this one friend who told me like if you look at a fish and if you look at a dead fish and like the eyes are cloudy, that means it's a bad fish yes. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh shit! Look, I and you can't go wrong with smelling it. If it smells disgusting, it's probably not good. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Interesting. Well, Jesus. I used to love fish sticks in like elementary school. <laughs> yeah. Did you grow up in New York? Yeah. Um, you know, I, uh, I had a roommate one time. His name was Danny, and he grew up in Woodside, Queens, second-generation Irish guy. And he moved in with me, and he had never had sushi before. He had never had Thai food before. Interesting. There's all these things. I, the, I, I literally, like, four different times I saw him eat something for the first time. And it's like, it's like I assume, like, oh, he's born and raised in New York. Oh, of course he eats Thai food and sushi. But yeah, no, but because he grows up in Woodside, Queens, he's just eating, like, you know, I pizza corned beef day. and cat. Yeah, there you yeah. go, yeah. Exactly. I, I had pizza a, and, like, macaroni and cheese. And there we go. We had a native. And he and this guy is uh, born in Bushwick. Never had sushi until last week. Born in Bushwick, raised in Manhattan, and, like, living in Brooklyn again. Well, there it is. And listen, uh, we've got a lot more to talk about with Phil Gilmore, Get it right, his Aaron. friend. Oh, I'm sorry? Get it right. Get what right? L.E.S. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, yeah. Well, listen, we have a lot more to talk about with Phil Gilmore. His lovely girlfriend, Jordan, and, of course, his friend Tom are in studio. We're here on Gunwash. Mondo's segment is up next. We'll back, we will be back in just a few minutes. This is Stuart Swerdlow. And Janet Diane Moya Swerdlow. And you're listening to Gunwash. There you go. So pull up that, please. Lord of mercy. Original style. Original rude girl style. Lord of mercy. Original style. Original rude girl style. Our original our, our. stone love style. Hear this. Retreat. Hockley can surrender. Retreat. Pretty girl. Come to take over. Yes, retreat. Hockley can surrender. Retreat. Pretty girl. They rule the border. Yes, retreat. Hockley can surrender. Retreat. Stone love him. Run the era. Pretty girl. I done them a number one. In a Jamaica, they my champion, girl. Jump around, cause you full of fashion, yes. Ball it out, cause your man, I love your body, yes. Jump around, cause your man, I give your grand, yes. Ball it out, you know, fever, yellow, yam, yes. Jump around, you know, silver, say, yam, yes. Ball it out, you know, rent, I am the one, a double double, you know, face, save a donkey, you know, go the monkey, the string fancy. All pretty girl, they my celebrity, but the ugly one, them have it done, but I mean, yes, retreat. Hugly, you surrender, retreat, pretty girl, come with the cool. Hopefully, 
From your barn, you no sex nobody. Highly now your back, you come like fifty. And I fly up now your head and I get your kinky, your boat. We eat your seed, that's a heavy duty. I talk about you something long like fifty puppy. You saw me go faster down a Saint Mary. When night time come, you walk a sex donkey. Policeman joke you don't charge you for be salty. You get sentenced and then you don't a GP. You start cream up your ear like you a lady. Now you come in a dance one contest with. You remember when he rap you to sex your body? And I talk about your fidget taste like Piccoli. He's cute by you just to fish and bummy. And the girl where you chat to a double ugly dirt retreat. Ugly girl surrender retreat. Stone love come to take over. Yes, retreat. Ugly girl surrender retreat. Stone love girl they rule the border. Pretty girl done them a number one. In a Jamaica them a champion girl. Jump around cause you full of fashion. Yes. Ball it out cause your man love your body. Yes. Jump around cause your man a give your grand. Yes. Ball it out you no fever yellow. You no want a double ugly. You no golden monkey. No face fever donkey. Nothing fancy. Shabba shabba. Pretty girl love you run come follow me. All the ugly one them turn back on me girl. Ugly girl surrender retreat. Stone love girl come to take over. Yes. Right you now. Right now. I love the way I am. I like the
Gunwash Radio and MC Todd backwards. And welcome back to Gunwash, and it is time for the Mondo. Is it? You keep doing it in the wrong time of the show, my dude. Well, dude, I my, the theme. my dude. I don't have the theme. Yeah, well then, well, guess what? Guess what? Nothing. Well, we're back on Gunwash here, and we are here with Phil Gilmore and his pal Tom. Hi, Hi. Tom. And Jordan. And Hi, Jordan's here, doing? too. Jordan's here too. I just wanted to like skip. I wanted to, you know, maybe like do like a skip up the order a little bit. You know what I mean? So, right, Tom, gotcha. what's up? How you doing, Armando? I'm all right. All right, glad to hear that. What made you come over here tonight with Phil? We're really happy to see uh, you. We're wondering why. So, Phil is my boss. Oh, sick. So you work at Momo. I work at Momo. I'm a waiter there. Oh, and interesting. He's the best boss on the planet. He's the best boss on the planet. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, damn right. Dude, I yeah. hate my boss. Oh, so you so are God. lucky. You must. Wait, that wait. is. Are I you mean, just he, saying that? 
he is here right now, so that's kind of part of okay, it. Okay, that's part of it, yeah. yeah. But, True. I mean, is he really a good boss? He He's actually is be. a very good boss. Okay. Yeah, very, good. very good boss. Takes care of you. He's fair. Takes care. Very, very fair. Actually, more than fair. He's, he really looks out for us. He's so. caring. Yeah, caring. He cares about the food. He does care very, very much about the food. Very passionate about it. We're doing it. a big Momo Sushi hey, review right now. <laughs> hey, what's up? Well, I had one question for you, Phil. Hey, what's up? What is black garlic? Um, it's a thing from uh, it's a thing from Korea, and if I understand it correctly, they just take like a big metal container, like a shipping container, and they keep it at about like 125 degrees for six months, and it rots. And you oh, so, so we it's could like, do it here. Let's just do it here. Yeah, yeah we could looks, do it here. Yeah, 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 and it looks it just uh, it just it's uh, it's basically sealed. Each little clove is sealed, so it doesn't really if uh, if it rots in a good way, like so, no bacteria or any viruses get in there. Oh, so and it's then ferments. It, yeah, ferments. But uh, garlic actually has this natural sugar, so it actually turns into this kind of like almost this balsamic vinegar paste. Interesting. It's one of my favorite ingredients. I and, love it so much. And you use it on some on yeah, some of your stuff. Yeah. Which what, what things do you use it on at Momo? Um, the best stuff. The best stuff. I don't yeah, know. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> we basically. Just, yeah, we just we just kind of smear it on. You, what you do, you take the clove and you just kind of rub it on the plate so it can go with anything. Interesting. Mm, go with black any- garlic. You brought me yeah. scallops with that one. So. You've had, yeah, I scallops, have never yeah. had, I gotta have this black garlic. Armando, have you ever heard? <laughs> yeah. You get it at Whole Foods. No, but the last time I did go to your fine establishment was the day of Bonnaroo when we were going to Bonnaroo. Oh, you were right. We went over to, you probably went to Momo just to stop by before we went to Bonnaroo. We go to Bonnaroo. No, no, no. We ate there. Oh, so that's when you had sushi. No, 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 no. Yeah. I try to soup type of thing. Okay. What soup did you try? I don't even remember. I was like anxious. I was inside a restaurant like that. You know, (laughs) I was super, super anxious because I was like, damn, I don't know anything in the menu. Actually, I was your waiter that day. You ordered a carrot soup. You, you, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, wow. there you go. Connections. Yeah, that was real connections. Yeah, that was, that's Thank what you, we man. Because I, I, no, no, he's not. He's not bullshit. Yo, Odetta could cosign. No, I could cosign. I was there. Yeah, word. Yeah, you, and you the, were and you were all sheepish. You were like, no, it's okay. I don't need to eat. And I was like, dude, sit down. Come we on, to have a twenty yeah, minute. Yeah, I had the fucking carrot soup, and you could have had so many things on the menu. And I slept many, so much. Yeah, well, <laughs> imagine this: what you could have had, something maybe with black garlic. Or wasabi. What's the thing with wasabi? I've heard that wasabi that you get in the store isn't real wasabi and that there's a plant. Or, no? Yeah? It, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So what's the deal on that? Uh, basically, 99% of wasabi, even even in Japan, most of the wasabi is uh, it's um, it's basically um, horseradish powder with green food coloring. Okay. Get out of here. But what, is, yeah. but what is wasabi then? Real, real, real wasabi grows wild in Japan and it's, uh, it's like grows in certain rivers. It has to have a certain pH to the water and a certain temperature to grow perfectly. So well, what is it? Does it, does it taste a similar way? It to... actually, it tastes almost identical. It tastes almost <laughs> yeah. identical. Yeah. yeah it's, it's funny. It, well, well, um, it, it, it actually, it actually, the, it tastes almost identical to like horseradish. It's a little bit different. It's definitely different. Like, but um, not worth $100 a pound that you have to pay for it. That's what I'm saying, because I hear it's so expensive. I mean, you don't use it at Momo, I would imagine. We do use it at you Momo. Do, see, yeah. that he uses all the best stuff at Momo, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And uh, that's why it is so highly acclaimed. How long has it been open? Four years. Four years. Yeah. And you continue, you want to expand? You're going to, um, stuff going on? Or, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're doing our thing. We're talking thing? along. Yeah. yeah. I got some scoops. There's, se- there's some secrets. I got yeah. to, I got a little bit of a scoop, but I don't know if I'm allowed yeah, to talk scoop, about it. Yeah, scoop it. You can allowed to talk about whatever you Big want. Big scoops. I, I think, yeah. Scoop it up. Okay. <laughs> I heard you're opening a sandwich shop. It's true. Oh, my oh. God. You're actually opening a sandwich shop. <laughs> I heard. Can I say the name? Yeah. 
I heard the name of the shop is called Hi Hello. It is called Hi Hello. Can you tell me where you got the name Hi Hello? It is the best fucking story. Yo, yeah. please tell me the story. <laughs> I my, know. I'm fucking my, my friend Michael, out. who I've known for a very long time that I've worked on and off with over the years, um, she is a four foot eight Japanese girl. Okay. And uh, and she look you know she looks very innocent. She looks like very nice, but she drinks and smokes more than anybody you know. Okay. And uh, when anybody comes in, she definitely speaks English, but she's very you know not perfect though. So whenever anybody comes in, she goes hi hello hi hello yeah so, so that's it yeah that's awesome doesn't get better Perfect. than that that's cute. like so is she gonna be working at hi hello uh, I don't know what she's gonna do oh interesting she's gonna do what she's gonna do and what kind of sandwiches do you think you're gonna have or is that too secret I don't wanna go the to best the, ones. The, the, the best ones the best ones yeah you seem to not get you don't get very specific with your food you kinda always just say the best the, it ruins the, the surprise the I guess you still work in politics but in your second yeah, life yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean if, if I would've told him about the carrot soup even though he didn't remember it now, but if I would have told you about the carrot soup, it wouldn't have ru- it would have ruined the magic when you had it for the first time. Yeah, fair enough. And All we right, do fine. like magic over here, and we yeah. do love magic, and yeah. so you must have been the game. <laughs> yeah, well, I used to play Magic the Gathering, but I got really really upset that I couldn't find a little Leviathan, so I stopped playing. Oh, Fucking I think magic. I have one at home. Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Parlor uh, tricks. Well, listen, I gotta know. What else you do? Because if I keep talking about food, they're going to put me on the regular schedule on this network. And yeah, we don't want food. that. Well, we try to stay a little bit different. Phil, what do you do on your nights off from the restaurant? And if it's and if you say cooking, that's fine. Um, I don't really know. I work all the time. You work all the time. Here, hold you, on. I'm going to hand you over to Jordan. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, she's going to tell you. Okay, we're going to learn a little bit about what oh, they do in their I'm, lives. I'm, I'm going I'm to give. Her, I'm going to give her my headphones. We're being before. transferred. We're being transferred to who? Jordan. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Just really you. quickly, I wanted to you know we're talking about bad neighborhoods. I do want to point out that for uh, much of her childhood, she did live in Nevis. What's Nevis? It's I don't a, know. In, in the Caribbean, which Number is now one murder capital in of the, the world. Of that, the wait, whole world. Wait, 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 wait. I got to hear more about this. Put this Nevis in, put is her. the world. The number one this year is the number one murder capital of the world. Wow. We got to give, give you headphones for one second. Let me. Wait, I got to talk to you about Nevis. What's Nevis? I'm sorry. Where is Nevis? And explain to me a little bit more about it because I've never heard of this. Oh, this is going throwback. Okay, so Nevis is an island in the West Indies that is 36 square miles. 36 square miles. So it's what is tiny. That? It's That's like. The size of, I guess, I don't know. Six miles by six miles. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So square miles. So it's, it's a circle. It's it's built around a volcano, basically. So that's the middle of the island. So you live on a fucking volcano. I lived on a volcano until a volcano. I was 11. Oh, where? my God. Where, where yeah. is this? In the West Indies, in the Caribbean. Oh, goodness. And you like, lived on a volcano. Basically. I mean, there wasn't like, it was inactive, but there was a sister island next to us called Montserrat, which had a big fucking explosion in 1997. And there was like ash in our hands and like, it it all came over. So like, we were constantly under like, I don't know, like the Tropic of Cancer, like weather. I don't know, like whatever can happen. Someone told me, if someone told me that I lived on a volcano, but it was inactive, I would say I got to go still. I still cannot stay in this inactive volcano. Who knows when it decides it wants to become active. It's true. There's like the, you smell sulfur in certain parts of the island. Interesting. Yeah, but it was so beautiful. I had a pet monkey named Gizmo. You had a pet monkey? What kind of monkey did you have? Was there internet out there? We're in years in and like years 1996, ago. like that's I yeah, was like on. no, like for sure the first, like yes. I remember our first computer and I remember my dad got the movie Spawn. 
<laughs> That's what I was watching. I saw Spawn. Yeah, we would watch it on the desktop with and Spawn and Fallen. Those remember, were the two uh, movies in rotation. You remember who played the bad guy in in Spawn? Not not Leguizamo. yeah, Legozamo. <laughs> Legozamo played the clown, yep. but who but who played the the the, uh, the overboss? Martin Sheen. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember specifically. That was a bummer joke. And what? It's not a joke. It's true. Well, it's mean, really true. That's what it was. That's not a joke. But That's like really John Leguizamo would have been like, ah, oh, ah. Yeah, but the real boss. You remember this was song Martin was from Sheen. Spawn, though. Yeah, obviously. Oh, Why are you disrespecting <laughs> the imaginary president right now? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah, exactly. He was the imaginary president. So more about Nevis. Why is it called Nevis? I have no idea, but um, Alexander so Hamilton there? was born there. That's our one claim to fame. Interesting. So if you're mm-hmm. ne- if you're from Nevis, that would make you Nevian. Nevisian. Nevisian. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a New Jerseyan. You're <laughs> Nevisian. This is Max Boda. I'm from the the corniest place in the world, and you're from the most dangerous place in the world. Yeah, well, no, literally, we were number one in voodoo and murder for, like, all of the 90s. And if it's voodoo-related oh, it so, but not all that murder is voodoo-related, but I would imagine some of it, it must be. It was Fez magazine every day. Dude, it was crazy. So you saw actual black magic and violence happening, or yeah. were you too young to remember No, that I remember specifically, there was this one guy at this beach I used to go to after school all the time with my friends, and they called him the pig man, because he had a shack that he built that the pigs would fucking sleep in and he would sleep in the pig pen and he was like black magic like king what isn't it correct me if i'm wrong it's it, pigs are sort of always sort of like multiculturally looked down upon as sort of like swine dirty animal type situation yeah i think yeah, they are. He, like, i mean they could be used as pillows yeah, well for this guy for big for big voodoo guy apparently <laughs> yes they can be used for pillows i suppose yeah that's true Big voodoo daddy. Big voodoo, big voodoo daddy. Bill, how, would you ever go to her native country? Um, well, she she's talked to uh, about going and visiting there, but it's like the murder capital of the world right it's now. Still, and I'm sure that yo to number one this year. Still, so yeah. so so, but it never fluctuates. Like it's always been the most dangerous. It holds it down. It's per capita. And it's you per have capita. How many people living there? Two hundred thousand. Okay, so how many people gotta get murdered? It's like t- twenty or something. Okay, that ain't shit. It's not shit, but you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is shit. That is shit. That would be like twenty. People yeah. dying in like an eight square block radius of I New know, York but City. Countrywide, like talk about cities. Like Kingston is definitely beating the island of Nevis. No, but listen, no, 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 yes. Jeremy, no, 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 <laughs> it's listen, Nevis. no, no, no. Check this out, check this out. No, Jeremy, 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 check it out. I went to Drake's Island, Maine, and there's way more than two hundred thousand people there, and no one's getting fucking murdered. Okay. And Chica- <laughs> Chicago is worse than Kingston. <laughs> Chicago is bad right, right now. He's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's way worse than Nevis. Yeah, Nevis is bad. Nevis. That's all I know. You know, it's Nevis. it's a banana republic. It's small. Not a lot of people live there. I'm still in touch with every single person down there. It's a huge expatriate community. So oh, so I could go people. down there and disappear if I wanted it's, to. It's people are obviously yeah, like more you know, ways than it's, one, it's buddy. a really weird, yeah. weird like third world like backwards ass place. But it's beautiful so there's a four seasons go wow. there if you really want can we have <laughs> do they have pepsi or coke on that island? i think it's pepsi actually because it's, it's mostly british so they like Indies, they pepsi. like british they so like, is that a, so is that a thing in the in the islands they have to split brands <laughs> i think so yeah jamaica, oh coke is new in jamaica yeah, it was like in there since the 80s. Oh, then fuck that. I'm not going there then. It's wow. Ting. The soda was always Ting. Did you ever ting? have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Ting one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, so, that's what it was. So when you're out there 
and there's people sleeping with pigs and doing voodoo. <laughs> are you going to school there, or are yeah, you gallivanting no. around, jumping rope, doing hopscotch? What exactly is All going on? All of the above. I grew up, I actually, my mom took me out of kindergarten because I refused to wear s- shoes. So I, sk- I was super young. I graduated when I was 17 when I moved to the States because I didn't wear shoes. Cause you I was had like, to leave Nevis, Nevis because you wouldn't wear shoes. No, I, I just, she, t- she, uh, she homeschooled me for a year because I was such a naked, like, island baby. Like, I didn't wear clothes. I didn't wear shoes. Like, there was just nothing that could get me into, like, any, she, she anything still doesn't wear. She still doesn't wear clothes or shoes at home. I'm still always naked. So you are, so you are, uh, uh, how do you say, you are a, a native uh, wild child, so to speak. I'm uh, pretty feral, I can't yeah. lie about yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to say feral, that, that you know, says other things, but I mean, you He's ran around feral. naked on the islands. You're like Lord That's of the true. Flies, except it's Nevis. Yeah. Lord Definitely. of the Pig, or whatever. Lord of the Pig Flies. Lord of the Pigman plus flies. Yeah, who's this Pigman guy? What did he do? Some fucking creeper. I know. I don't know. Like, there was nothing ever. It was just like, like the island folklore. You know what I mean? Like, there was also like, you know, there were stories of like dragons that hung around the like volcanoes. Like, I, yeah, I heard in the shit. West Indies that there's banshees and zombies. and zombies that walk out of the water and mermaids yeah. that flop out of the water. I heard all sorts of shit. If from I there, serpent in the rainbow, man, serpent in the rainbow. You like, uh, read it? Uh, no, I didn't, but I'm going to tonight. If, if I ever lived in I'm your flipping. native country, I would have been tap dancing on lava all the time. <laughs> Did you ever see an eruption? No, but I was there when Montserrat, which was next door to us, erupted. And, like, you know, we got, um, like, big waves and, like, all the ash. It looked like rain clouds. And you would go outside and, like, your skin would start, like, getting, like, perforated. Because ash is, like, made out of glass a little bit. There's fiberglass content. And you would... So what did you mean? So you would get, like, dot... Like, your skin would get... uh, Yeah, basically our island was on lockdown when their volcano erupted because it was, like, it's so bad for your skin. So what do you do? You go inside? Yeah, you stay inside. Or my dad on an airline down there. That's why we were there. So, well, that's fucking sick. So we, we bounced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we weren't even there. It was Nevis Airlines. No. Nevis Airlines? Yeah, only goes to Nevis. And, and, then you, and then you came from Nevis and you landed where? Portland, Maine. That's awesome. I love Maine. I was just in Kenny Bunkport two weeks ago. That hey, place sucks. Up? I mean, it sucks, but it's very relaxing. You only say it sucks because you probably partly grew up there. No, I didn't. Some one of my best friends is from there, but it's like the no, I mean, fucking Portland. Bush family is there. You know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> that's oh, where Aaron goes on vacation. I love it, dude. <laughs> I, no, I don't know about Kenny Bunkport. I love it. Yeah, I love the Bush family. Nice. Put me on. Yeah, you know, <laughs> let's come. Let's let's chill, dude. I don't even care. He just paints anyway. Now, yeah. I don't do any of that other. Yeah, yeah. He's just like me, George. He's Bush. like pilled out <laughs> and he just paints. Yeah, man. He's just like me. Isn't he in a wheelchair now? Now that's George Bush Senior. Who knows? Yeah. I thought that guy was dead, but never. Mind. I don't know. Who know? Who knows? They're all what's just going sitting on. down taking Mad Xanax all so day. So you went from Portland, Maine, and then somehow along the line you met Phil. Yay! But is but now what happens with that? What happened with that? What, what happened? Put ever. on headphones. Let's get, Tom. Let's get headphones to Phil over here. This so. Thing is loose now. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know how anything works in here. I just come in You're and just loose. and I just go. <laughs> so you guys met. Originally, the lady is from an island of of uh, dragons, and, dragons and, and pig sleeping cannibal <laughs> volcano dwellers from the fires of Mount Doom. And she moves to you know Portland, Maine, which is 
you know, a place in America, I guess, right? I think. It's, very, it's like a small, tiny Portland, Oregon, very liberal. So very what did you tell to these people that you came? You you came here and you said, listen, I'm from a volcano and there's pig. There's a guy who sleeps with pigs out there. What did they think about <laughs> Well, that? I was made fun of like crazy because I had an accent and I went from being a minority in one way because I grew up in a one-room schoolhouse sure. out of three white kids. So and I'm not even fully there. white. I'm a minority there. And then I go to Maine, which is the whitest state in America. Right. I'm a minority there. I'm like, people are calling me their ethnic friend there. That's weird. Ugh. It was so bad. But she is Did half Moroccan, call- actually. I'm Moroccan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're Moroccan from Nevis and uh, grew up in Portland, Maine. Born can, can, in Alaska. Can, 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 can you tell... Can, you were born can you, in Alaska? How, how, yeah. You're out of this world. Well, <laughs> how, how, how did they pronounce your name in uh, in, uh, in in Nevis? Jaden. Me want me Jaden in me life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's very nice. All right, cool. And then, so how... That's a shout out to my little brother, Polly, who's a dread. Yeah, yeah I told him I, I told him about how uh, people said Jordan, you know, went in Nevis. And he's like, me want me Jaden in me life. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds similar to Jamaican Patois. So then you grew up there, and you were born in Alaska, and I'm not sure if... Nome, Alaska. The the smallest nearest to Russia. So you are like... So you ever seen an alien? Yeah, basically. The fourth kind is... The fourth kind in that fucking movie is about my hometown in Alaska. But that stuff's true. There's always lots of sightings and aliens out there. I've seen the white owl. I've been there. I swear on my life. So when you say... Wait, wait, wait. I swear to... Uh Uh-oh. Fight, fight, fight. When you say you've seen the white owl, what exactly do you mean by that? Um, So I went to to art school in San Francisco. Cool. That's kind of my segue into New York. That's how I came over here. Which school? Academy of Art University. Sounds great. Continue. It's taking over the city. It's insane, but... So my roommate, my best friend, Maggie, we went up to Alaska because my dad still lives there, even though now he's clipping weed in California. That's cool. Separate wow, story. what a fucking family. Excuse my language. Okay. No, it's Keep crazy. Going. But we went up there. We were house-sitting for this family in Nome. We were on Xanax every single day. Just like t- the only stipend was that we had to watch their sled dogs. So they had 12 sled dogs that we took out on a four-wheeler and mushed twice That's a day. That sounds cute. It was great. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, it was like, it was amazing. Um, and then we had their, um, I don't this know. Is a, this is an, this is an art, this is an art school? No, this is from art school. We went up to Alaska for the summer. Right, they're on their l- a little vacation type thing. So, we watched my Titterod dogs. 2009, and basically, like, we, we went on a, there's like four roads that go out away from Nome, but they don't go into anywhere but wilderness and tundra, and they go for hundreds of miles. What do you do on those roads? What, what you, you actually, do? you can't drive to Nome. You have to fly or right, take a barge right, right, there. Right. So the roads go to, to the wilderness. Yeah. So and we, you do nothing there. What do you do there? You see, you see grizzly bears. <laughs> yeah. You see, uh, like, tons of, um, like, ox and, like, a lot of, like, caribou and wildlife. But we also saw a white owl. Okay, so I would say it is fair to say you are from a unique, uh, interesting, let us say, mystical place, and you saw a white owl, and what ensued? Jadon. I think we kept driving. I th- I'm pretty sure we had a six pack of some sort of like Alaskan beer with us, and we just we just kept driving. I don't know. It was just one of those. We took pictures of it. Um, in that same trip, however, my my friend Maggie, who's now working for the National Geographic in LA, who's doing amazing things, she was super into photography. She took a picture, and there's me 
in the background with nothing but tundra and like two very clear orbs behind us. And I, every time I see that picture, I get chills. And this is after you saw the white owl. This is in the same drive after we saw the white owl. I, bl- I blew it up. They were they were actually seagulls. The, the white spots. <laughs> well, whatever they were, they were clearly clearly supernatural. Well, I it understand. Was. I understand Splittington that I did miss your break, but we are going to go to music for just a few minutes, and we come back. We'll get right to Mondo and rap. Up, you know, you're listening to Gunwash. We have Mr. Phil Gilmore. I, lo- I love you guys, seriously. No, I love oh, you. I, no, no, I'm no, on, I'm on, I'm, yeah. This is the best show I've been on, well, on Heritage well, Radio. I no gotta offense, say, no you, offense to anybody else. No, no, I gotta say, you are one of our best guests. I mean, the content goes on and on. We're gonna talk to Tom when we get back. Yeah, yeah, White owls all over the studio. We'll be back in about five minutes. Can I get a Trouble, trouble, trouble never trouble you. No way, should never trouble, trouble, trouble never trouble you. No way, good morning, sound boy. Long time we reach ya. Alright then, somewhere come a dance, no we learn from the teacher. Snow lover, yes, I am the teacher. Alright then, say two big sound, them jumping in arena. Down then, yes, two big sound, them jumping in the arena. High then, two seater cleaner. High then, every time you radio in your morning cleaner. Down then, all the nitty gritty. Why is this stone of the sound? And if a man want to play nitty gritty, you have to test to and love, get your ass back and go six foot six and go and get nitty gritty. See? Come and test. Watch the ride. I know now, come and come play one nitty gritty. Catch it. Now we power, why you watch them boy there now? Can you have some little sound boy jump on the fence like them want to dip on the crate and take up two? But you know, so fuck them up the other day because I put some last year dubbing and some box and them teeth, they want to think of this year. What we do with Spice and in Pharma? Spice it die! Spice it die! And also Spice it die! 
Is that gonna Is that gonna Is that gonna How the things different man watch around Now we are Now we power when you watch them boy there you know Cause you have some little sound boy jump on the fence like them want to dip on the crate and take up tool But you know so fuck them up there that they can put some last year dub in some box and them teeth them and think of this year What we do with Spice and Infarma? Step cross the integrity Spice it die Infarma V-T-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
Well, look out brain and spit in a marrow. And if you have sorrow, forget that tomorrow. This is Tone Love. You always have girls punk and complain non-stop. Along with Weepo, Rory and Cancer. Chico, lick your chest and end tough, man. Stone love for years. Headphones on as we speak. Why, caller? Would you like to ask him a question? 
I like to say you have the best restaurant in the neighborhood, bar none. Oh, who is this? My name is Joseph. Hi, Joseph. My name is Philip. Uh, thank you so much for the compliment, man. Can I ask a question? Yes. You have a server who has a very strange haircut who, whenever he hands me my check, he flips it with his hand. Uh, that's, that's, that's Mark Hurst. And, he, he, does uh, what? he does what with his hand? He flips my my bill with his. He does like magic tricks with Bill when he. Uh, has- uh, Mark, Mark actually, Mark uh, is a little magical being. Mark Mark's father. This is a true story. Mark's father is actually even in Japan is maybe the world's foremost expert on ninja and samurai in the world. Mark is literally a ninja. So he wow. does. So he does. So he does clairvoyant or or, or he does. Sleight of hand that might be considered ninja. So. Yeah, he can actually. He can actually. Yeah, do, yeah, he, yeah, the whole thing. So, what do you mean he flips your check? What does that mean? He, he takes it. He takes it. And he he goes like this. You know how like uh, you know the like drummer from Motley Crue like yeah. twists yeah, his. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he does that with the check, and he does it like a, a certain number of times so he you know so he can sleep at night. Maybe so. He also makes. He also makes music instruments with dildos. Ooh. Is that true? That's, that, I, that's I think true, that's yeah. actually true. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! So everyone knows this. He's a, he's a ma- like I said, he's a magical human being. He's a magical, <laughs> yeah. magical human being. But everybody that works for Phil is basically magical. I mean, it being. seems as though yeah. that's you, the case. How'd you get a ninja to work in your restaurant? Uh, fate. There you go. There <laughs> you answer. go, caller Joseph. Thank you for the question, yeah, Joseph. Thank you so he much, won man. His soul. Very hey, much. Hey, jo- Joseph. If I, I, I work on uh, I work right now on Wednesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. If you come in, I uh, I got your first sake on the house. Remind me of uh, your call, okay? There you go. Thank you. Cheers. We got one coming yeah, up. Bye. Right and of course, we need to hear from our friend. He Are we ready too now? About the drink. Huh? He didn't sound too psyched about the drink. Well, we hung up rather quickly on him, Armando. I mean, he's probably stoned or something. But we would like to speak with you, Armando, so if there's anything you have to say, please voice those segments now or about Boy, now. Mondo. Mondo. Is it getting around? Mondo. Is it all still now? Oh, yeah. Is it coming back? Mondo. Is it mental? Fundamental. Mondo, Mondo. Yeah. So, Phil, Phil, Phil. Yes, yes, yes. Basically, this song is from this drink from the 90s, right, called Mondo Juice. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh, I, I, in the 90s, uh, I was literally bartending in uh, in Palm Beach. So he wasn't Malibu, drinking so kitty was, juice. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like you know, sugar juice. Sugar, sugar oh, yeah, syrup. Mondo Sport. That's what it's yeah, called, right? Yeah, yeah. plastic little yeah. bottle. Oh, like like Nutcracker? Like the, yeah, in a way. Well, no, it was for Yeah, it's kids. like a virgin Nutcracker, basically, Ooh. is what it is. Yeah. Sounds expensive. <laughs> it, it comes in a six pack, but I want to tell you about this dream because I I always believe like some the people that you always see here and there they'll eventually end up in your dream somehow, right? Yeah. I and you talk about and you know you're in the food you know industry. I had this dream that I ate my hand, right? <laughs> and I ate it like it was like delicious, like I was. You know, like it was nobody's business, right? Yeah. And I would, figure, you know, it was like, you know, you, you just picture it in your head, you know, me eating my hand, right? Yeah. All the way to my wrist. Would you ever try cannibalism? Oh, uh, like 100%. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, <laughs> I, I know, I kind of skipped my dream. It was a, all my dreams were like that. They were like kind of like in subtitle or something really fast. Yeah. But I just ate my hand, boom, dream's over, right? Yeah. But that made me want to talk about today. Would you do it, Mondo? 
Uh, probably no, if I was that hungry. Eating your hand or a human. If I was in Alaska. See, yeah, I would too. I agree with Phil. I oh would my too. god, you need it. I heard people eat placenta and things of this nature, but I don't know about it. eating actually eating human flesh. I don't know. Well, I mean, actually, you know, I was I was you know fresh off the boat with Eddie 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 Wang. Wong. Sure, Eddie yes, Wong. Yes, uh, they, uh, I was on Fresh Off the Boat, and they were literally waiting on a call. Darren, uh, uh, Darren, and you know, who, you know, Darren, Darren, and Greg, who have uh, the um, snacky tunes. Sure, sure, they were literally waiting on a call from their friend who was having a baby, and the plan was they were going there afterwards to. Uh, Oh no! Maybe no no no. Were they gonna eat the baby? No no no. It wasn't. No, I'm sorry. It was actually it was actually unique eats for the food uh, the Food Channel and uh, the the director of the uh, unique eats and I, I shit I don't. It was either fresh off the boat or unique eats. Either way, they were literally going to leave Momo as soon as they heard got the call. They were gonna go to this woman's house. They were having a natural childbirth in her home and they were going to eat the placenta. And I guess something that, you know, she had to have a C-section so it didn't end up happening Aww. but that was the plan. The oh, snacky, wow. the snacky tunes guys eat baby no. juice? <laughs> no, they didn't, they didn't, they did not do it but I guess they, that sounds that, way they, there was a plan that they were going to do it. They were broke, they were brokering the deal. I, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I, don't, I don't know if that's bad that I, that I said that. No, no, no. no, no, no that's that good. It, I want to meet these guys. I kind of think that's way better than my dream because that's like eating, like eating a baby. No, it's placenta. It's this, not eating a well, baby. This is yeah. This is you know. It's a uh, I know. It's like a, a bottle of fluid, sauce. so baby to speak. Sauce. It's baby sauce. Yeah, he was a baster. I bastered this baby, and then you know. Aaron, you, you would need the placenta. Try, if you would try cannibalism, what body part would you want to try? Um, like the buttocks or like the breasts. Or? I think. I think. You know what the thing is though. It. it, it uh, I, I don't mean to sound like a food no, snob, no, no. but it would depend on the size of the person and oh, their history. Right. Like, oh, like goes. if it's if it's a young person, maybe a liver. But if it's like a seventy year old man, I don't want to. You know, a seventy year old like drug out drug addict <laughs> alcoholic. I don't want his liver. Right, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, oh, it nice. would it would depend on the the, the, the animal. And it would depend on the animal and what cut would be more appealing. It shows how much he knows about food. That I would. I would have just guessed second the body question. Part. That goes my like my second thing because I probably would eat a person if they were a healthy a super healthy person all their life you know like if they is this is it was this person uh, humanely raised and humanely butchered what exactly. was their no no no, no. Yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah, this is like going killed by hand dream. oh yes they went to the Canterbury school and, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were they were fed organic egg corns for their whole lives. They were. They had a gluten allergy, so they're really, really healthy. Very Get healthy. inside my belly. <laughs> and and seems as though Phil, you had no, you had zero uh, reservations. You said absolutely no, no, but, yes. No, but, no, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm cool with like murdering somebody for, for no, eating I, them. No, I understand but, but, that. But, but, but you, you, know the, you, you know the episode of, uh, of South Park when they, they, they get caught in the... Uh, they're, they're stuck in the subway and, 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 the, and the, they're only there for like six hours and then they start talking about who they're going to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be that guy. So, yeah. okay, but... but <laughs> and, I, and I understand... Yeah, human ham would be an, an, ounce, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, you know? I, and I, and I, <laughs> cer- I certainly understand that you're not talking about that you want to violently take someone's life to eat them, but it's but when I but when you were asked by Armando if you would try cannibalism, you said without a doubt no. So if No, I said yes. You said no, yes. no, without a doubt yes, yes is what I meant. Yes. So you would indeed uh, No qualms. No qualms. No. Interesting. I don't understand. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. I, I'll try. I'll, I, I don't. I'm not. A, I think it's fine. I mean, or I mean, it's within reason. I mean, you know, if it's. I mean, how does that happen? 
you just come across There was a dude it, in or? Germany. Did you guys hear about this? The guy on Craigslist that put an ad out, and he's like, I want somebody to kill me and eat me. And someone else was like, wow, that's so funny. I was looking for somebody to kill and eat. And oh. they like, <laughs> they hooked Only up, Phil. and it actually happened. That could have been you, Phil. Uh, I, 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 I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, interesting. So, uh, you, you know, I, I, I never heard anyone say so fast that they need someone. You've never, and I mean, you've been in the food really? world for a long time. Have you ever been offered a, a piece <laughs> of? Uh, <laughs> no. no, a tasty tidbit. Yeah, but no. where does this happen? I mean, it happens, right? I mean, it you happens. said your friend Snacky Tunes knew a guy who was going to eat placenta. placenta. I know, I know, I know. It's placenta, but I mean, but come on, West no, Indies, I mean, probably. Yeah, would you eat a? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, Jordan. West Indies, right? Yeah, Jadon, you've been. They eat humans out there. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Fair Thank enough. God. Fair enough. Thank okay, God. my answer was pretty much question. My question was pretty much answered because it came from pretty much from like the West Indies or something, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, listen, where do you eat placenta? I never. Heard, I mean, I heard of it. Yeah, where did that con- like tradition come South from? American shit. Like it's, they it's do South that, American. Yeah, dude, yeah. People they do, do it, it in like they do it in like I don't but know. But why? It's very healthy for you. Yeah, yeah. It's but stem cells. How healthy is <laughs> it? More healthier than quinoa something. or something? Yeah, it must be because motherfuckers eating it every, constantly. We're having the woman, the, the woman that made cheese out of her breast milk. We're gonna have on her. Oh, oh, she's, she's the wife of the uh, chef from uh, Clay. Yeah, but it's spelled C L E E. But I always called it Clee until I was uh, corrected. It's Clay. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Well, uh, she if she eats a cheese from would breast you eat milk, that, Aaron? Yeah, I'd say, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, I'd eat that. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I don't think that's that big of a deal. Would you eat like Jack? Would you eat like I uh, remember from that episode of Friends when um, he drinks the? the I didn't watch the, Friends. I would, listen. My I, mom, I'm not I, judging. I, I just didn't watch it. When he uh, drinks the uh, David Strimmer, he drinks the, the the breast milk out of the bottle. Would you do that? Uh, I do that. Yeah, I guess. Phil, it depends on who. hundred percent, and I have hundred percent. No, no, I've actually I've actually tried breast milk, and uh, as an adult, and, you yeah, as an adult. But uh, I actually I can't tell you where, but it's somewhere in either Colorado or Florida or or maybe I don't know California. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I swear, I swear, my life it wasn't in New York. But I actually worked at a restaurant where the owner's wife was breastfeeding, and she had a uh, she had some breast milk in a, in a nondescript. It wasn't in like a baby bottle or anything. And there was a new server, and he didn't know where the milk was. And I swear to God, uh-huh. he served a. Uh, a customer breast milk, and the thing is, is that they they wanted soy milk, and breast milk doesn't look like regular milk, you know. Yeah. Like, what does it, it look like? It actually looks more like soy milk a little bit. Oh, like, and oh, so like little there's bit somebody milk. that actually asked for soy milk, and they served him breast milk, and we we were sitting there watching this person drink their coffee with breast milk, wondering like, what do we do? And they, you know, nobody said anything. And it's kind of <laughs> what, what would happen? What would happen? What? Yeah, what would happen? What would well, do you know? Do you know breast milk is literally the only superfood? Like you can, you it's this is, this just potatoes? came out like about six months ago. Like you know, people say you can you could survive just on dates, but you literally could survive on just breast milk for the rest of your life. We should get some because it has everything that you need because babies can live on it for years. But so could so too could a human being like an, an adult. We got to start having a lot, a lot of sex because we need babies so we can get that milk because I'm getting rickety over here. I need I, something for my body. I don't need to hog the microphone, but I'm going to tell you You're something. Not but, but I'm going to tell you something. I, I, this is about a year ago I heard this, and I think it's probably 
one of the top three most amazing scientific facts that I've ever heard. I, I mean, it just blows my mind. So uh, it was in, it was in uh, yeah, on an airplane, and I read, got a Scientific America, and they discovered that um, when a baby is breastfeeding, that the nipples actually have sensors, and the, 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 the sensors of the nipple actually communicates with the baby's saliva, and actually, they actually, the baby gets different breast milk. So, so the, the nipple is actually a, a receiving sensor, and it actually, the, the, the saliva of the baby talks to the nipple and tells it what it needs. So every time the baby feeds, it gives it different, like, antibiotics and different t- types of proteins and fats. I wish I was Yo, a baby. I was going to say, I'm going to go talk to the nipple when I see one real quick, man. I might have to go talk to the nipple next time I'm I in that situation. You've got to talk to the nipple, yeah, Aaron. If I, if, I, if, if I, you know, listen, if I have a nipple in my mouth, then next time I will be more cognizant of that nipple's personality. Perhaps maybe I can get something new out of it. Yeah. Uh, if I talk to it and think about it a little bit harder. My girl here, I'm asking her if I could uh, talk to her nipple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I think that's... Oh, you got a, you got a pal out there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cheerleaders on deck. Yeah. Listen, if they're cute, bring them back. Cheerleaders on deck. Well, uh, listen, I still can't believe that you eat it, that you'd eat a human. But listen, I, 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 I you yeah. Know, but what if you were really, really hungry and you're and you're stuck in an airplane? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I've never been in that situation before. I just didn't know that it was that. I mean, I guess if I guess if you're a foodie and you're in the food world, you might feel differently. I'd be about down, it. man. Why not? You eat it? Yeah. I don't know. Yolo. Odetta, Odetta, would you eat it? No, she doesn't eat meat. Yeah, but like right, a human yeah. ham, you know, like a smoked. But what's human a ham? ham? What's a ham? Like a side of like a, cured- a side of leg. You know, like cured human. Thigh. Yo, I would I deep know. fry my thigh, dude. Well, we, well, no. yeah, I don't know. Ouch, that would hurt a lot. That's not, that sounds like pretty sick. Like for my next band, deep fried thighs. Deep fried thighs, very, very, very nice. Well, you know, Phil, I actually had one more question for you. Whereas we get to the end of this wonderful show. Yeah. By the way, I've had a beautiful time. I'm having a fucking blast. Hey, 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 fucking before blast. we go, can Tom should, can, can, can Tom give a shout out for his comedy show? Absolutely, we're absolutely gonna do that. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. Awesome. So. Did you know um, one of our bosses here at Heritage Radio is uh, this guy Patrick Martins? And I've heard that you actually buy meat from him for your establishment. I buy it, it's it is in every way the best meat in the world. So it is true. So Heritage Foods USA does supply good food and good meat to the community. Can I can I tell you? Okay, when you when you hear meat is organic, organic doesn't mean shit. Okay. Organic, you can keep something in a box. And there's a tube that comes into the box and it spurts out some organic crap. Right. And then now this thing is organic and it's treated like shit. Like or like Heritage Foods literally is the the best place for meat. It, it's 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 it, you know they 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 have a list of stipulations for the farmers. They have to have all these you know stipulations or they won't buy your meat. And it's really about uh, recognizing that that people are going to eat meat, and so you don't ha- the, the the animal is a being, and it, it it can be treated with dignity and respect for its entire life until you know the doomsday comes. You know, yeah. and then and and all the better for the food uh, that we are getting. Uh, from it. Well, that's an excellent uh, Heritage Foods is my health care package. Yeah, there right you there. go. Yeah, you don't need health insurance. Obama, forget about Obama. You got Martin's. Yep, Mark, right. Martin's, par- Martin's Care. Yeah. Uh, well, a, a, a tasty, tasty treat and a great uh, review on Heritage Foods, and that feels good for us. We're proud broadcasters of the Heritage Foods Sweet, USA. But I didn't know Tom was a comedian, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, Tom, you're a comedian. Is that yeah, so? I do, yeah, I do stand up comedy. Where do you do stand-up comedy, Tom? Well, I run a show at Kings County Saloon every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock. It's called The Party. It's called The Party, so yeah. it's easy to remember. Very easy to remember. Yeah. Hey, but that area 
is fucking spooky. Yeah, it is, and every single comic jokes about it when they're up on stage. Like, where is it? Wait, oh, it's in the Bronx or something? No, or, no, oh, it's no. like somewhere <laughs> to nowhere. Like oh, it's here. on one Knickerbocker, so it's, it's actually like three blocks away. But welcome to New York, like one block. Yeah, yeah, makes yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, and and what kind and what artists uh, are performing alongside you, Tom, on those nights? Um, mostly just Bushwick-based comedians. We got uh, we had someone Amber Nelson on who she's done a thing on. Uh, Comedy Central. Yeah, so it's just last show, it was a very, very sparse turnout, so I just want to plug the shit out of it would right you, now. Would you be willing to let Armando and I do a duo interp uh, comedy uh, ten-minute segment? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I Go mean, ahead. Yeah, absolutely. He sounded oh, yeah. a little bit trepidatious, but okay, maybe well, we'll Well, I'd want to hear your shit first, but yeah, yeah definitely. Come on. Like, show this up, at the, open, yeah, show up at the fucking open mic at Pine Box so I can see what you're about. And then, oh, yeah. Pine oh, Box. Okay. Yeah, they got, a, they got an open mic over there. They got a mic at Tandem. There's a lot of comedy oh, going on I didn't on know the that there was a lot of comedy going on in the area. Lots of well, I mean, funny shit going on. A lot of oh funny yeah, shit. I mean that's. I don't know about that, but yeah, there's a lot of comedy going on. Interesting. Oh, so okay. Not so, fucking funny though. Well, you know, hey, listen. I'm like, only funny when I'm alone, though. It's hard, that, and that's the, <laughs> eating your own hand. Yeah, and that is the case for many of us. Hey, indeed. before we wrap up, though, Odetta just made a great point. Like before the show even started, Aaron made a cover, and it was a nipple. Yeah. Oh, Isn't yeah. Isn't it weird that the conversation yeah, took so, that turn? Uh, every every week I make like a little you know cover sheet for the episode. You know, but we and, didn't know uh, we were going to talk about week. nipple communication. Week, you know, you. yeah. But but I, yeah, I, I think every if you, I think if you go in the archives, Jack, I think every show I've been on Heritage Radio, I I do actually bring up nipples. Well, and does and when you say that that makes me a good art director, clairvoyant, and nice guy, okay. And Armando, I'm sorry that I don't always, I'm not always on time, but I'm always in style. Yeah. Papa! Uh, well, listen, we got to do drops. So before we go, Mr. Phil Gilmore, we're going to do a drop with you. I'll, I'll praise be to Hosanna. Okay. Cool. Tim and Eric. <laughs> so, uh, you, you ever given a drop before? Obviously you have. Uh, what, what's a drop? Well, it's just when you say, hey, my name is so-and-so, yeah. and I'm on Gunwash. Okay. You ready? Yeah, ready. My name is Philip Joseph. Oh, can I do it again? <laughs> that, was a, that, was, that was a great drop, yeah. but we're, we're going to keep that my one. Name yes. blah, 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 blah. Uh, my name is Philip Joseph Gilmore, and I'm on Gunwash. Excellent. And pass yes. it down the line for Jadon. Jadon, why won't me Jordan in my life? Jadon, me want here, yeah, by find the microphone. My name is Jordan Elizabeth Haddadi, and this has been Gunwash. Excellent. And wow, course, that was a good one. And of course, Tom. My name is Tom Hathaway. You can follow me at Real Tom Hathaway on Twitter, and this is Gunwash. Excellent. And thank I'm you Jack much. Inslee. If I could choose one restaurant to eat at the day before I died, it would be Momo Sushi yeah, Shack. Yeah, I have to say, I don't disagree. I happen to love Momo Sushi, and we are all going to go there very soon. All oh, Gunwash oh, listeners, oh, if you know what's good for you, go to Momo Sushi. Yeah, Joseph, come get your sake. Yeah. yeah man. And if I could have one, one meal before I died, it would be Armando's hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's been Gunwash for this week. Make sure you join us next Thursday at 9 p.m. Gunwash.com, HeritageRadioNetwork.org, and of course, Splittington, please play. Well, I want to know, say, illegal, not a place, man, like UL. Big respect to UL. What type of courage? I'm not nice to see you, man. Lord of his mercy.
Dan mo, dan mo, gonna be do the dan mo. The dan mo, dan mo, gonna come do the dan mo. The dan mo, dan mo, gonna be do the dan mo. The dan mo, dan mo, gonna be do the dan mo. I'm just saying, now we're now in the now of his bar. Now we're now in the now of his bar. Buy two pants up for Aaron now. When we come back, I make a drink at the bar. Now go really for now, and now go really far. Two of us are pushing on the two of us far. Take me onto me uncle up a sabala man a mall. Driving on the road to come to some of my resort. Don't move, don't move. Come do the don't move, don't move, don't move. When we do the don't move, it's legal. Yes, man. Legal. Easy. Where to it? I look one shot. I have to sit back. One more time to it. Well, all right. Well, all right. I just say one more time. Put on four more times. Car is taking to the ground. Come in, Major. Yes, bitch. Well, I wanna dedicate to all. And if a guy touching a ball trees and moral being a chakadibos, pampy do tolo tea, be a tower is poopa twitch, poopa chris and poopa toops, them wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'll even touch my driver lab on the road. Along with Papa Twitch, so with the mic in a me hand, we preaching the lyrics and a pure religion. He dedicated on to a Rasta man. It was not a god when you are not a man. Why you feel no fear your identity? Why you feel no appear reality? You be great and you jiggle to the suffering to me. Say anywhere we go, we have to get it to me. Well, I just want to tell you that you make Roberta's look like a piece of shit. Momo's my favorite. Thank you. Double tackle the imp boy. Me say you're wrong, me say you're double wrong. 
We are going to kill with the rod of iron. We are going to your jam is it a champion. And if you participate, I'm making a man. When me come, man, I be a bam bam man. When me come, me are the round dance man. And when me come, me praise a rasta man. And when me come, I want me to listen to me. And you're the only one who's But no bitch be nice and dance all fish and He no be dance and me feel great rich and Me hold the mic and me know me no miss and Cultural lyrics have been checked for about three years Yugi 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 yung yung yeah Come again Now when I play different styles last year you know Anything about the sound card that it's on the sound of the pop And we don't play and we are free martial Say, I come to play my life. Coco T selection to that Taliban when you are. You are. Each of them when you are Coco T. We have to cross Oh Lord Now begins The circle You know what we call them you there? Yes, I'm calling you there. Roughneck chicken, 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 now we are roughneck chicken too. Ramp over ramp, ramp over ramp, rough. Ramp over ramp, ramp over ramp, rough. Come follow me. Ramp over ramp, ramp over ramp, rough. Come follow me. Ramp over ramp, ramp over ramp, rough. Yes, when we are walk, walk. <laughs> Will legal. Trees, general trees, general, general. I want to go front, general. I want to go front. See, I want to go front by Papa Chris. Emergency, emergency. Bamba, 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 bamba. Oh, I 